Welcome to War Nouns, a Privateer Press podcast. I'm Locke, he's Caster, and today we're talking about all those new updates. Welcome everyone to Warnouns episode 48. And uh, this is a bit of a late uh, update for the uh, dynamic update that dropped uh, last week at this point. However, life kind of got in the way as it likes to do. So we're a little Especially bit Especially with behind. us. Yeah, um, it just hit us at a bad time. So enough of that, let's go ahead and get into this. We have... Uh, <laughs> We have the junior over here in the background. Oh, that, he's not. He's in a junior. What, what? What was the middle one? Um. Uh, oh shoot, that's right. Uh, squire. He was the squire. Yeah. Because our eldest is the junior. Yeah. Our, our our eldest is your junior. Yes, my junior. But I mean, we're not. We're not. I, I guess he could be a squire, but I mean, neither of us are Signarin. True. Because the the baby the baby is my either he, he's either a so lesser he, war beast he, or a lesser warlock. I thought he was going to be the whelp. Oh, yeah. You We've referred to him as the whelp. I don't know. We don't do this often enough yeah. <laughs> talking about them. Uh, anyways, um, usually they're in bed when we record as of late. Today, that's not the case. Um, so, let's see here. Yes, let's go ahead and get into all of the um, the changes and the stuff. So there's a lot to cover. We're going to do it as a two-parter, but I just don't think time-wise. And Caster has to go to work. Yeah, and i got to go to work in a couple hours, and it's, it's just getting busy this year. So, um, yeah. So we will start off by talking about some of the more sweeping changes. That uh, it, Keep in mind that anything we've already covered um, in our previous cast about all the... Uh, um, all of the sneak peeks and uh, that sort of thing that we got. I'm going to, for the most part, exclude those. Those are already covered. Um, we're just going to talk about all the other stuff that we have learned. Somehow we still have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Oh, gosh. Um, it was a 50-page Google Doc. Uh, so pretty sure it was 50 pages. It was huge. Um, so some of this I've already looked at. Most of the Horde stuff I have not even seen. So that will be a lot of hot takes. All right, moving on. Um, one of the big changes in the game is the spell Convection. Uh, it, Sounds like Confection. <laughs> it was on a whole bunch of different casters. Now it is not. For the most part, Convection was uh, removed. It is a. It was. It's always been a shitty nuke, to be honest. Um, and now it has been, for the most part, replaced with new and better spells, uh, or just different spells. Uh, the exception is Amanad, Raza, and Alara 2. Uh, those two casters have kept it. Uh, that sounds like really random casters to keep. It. I don't know why Amanad, Raza would ever use it Maybe in Alara 2. Turn up the light. Um, I think Alara 2... No, not... What? The thing behind your desk. The thing behind my desk? Up behind your monitor. What? There's a thing here? It's the turn... I turn... The light I'm using to paint with handed to me. Oh, there is a. Oh, okay. You spaz. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I thought it was just a cord. It didn't. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um. 
Locke is painting. Uh, we, we have rearranged my desk some so she can now move her painting stuff over here while we do this. Uh, so, yeah. So I can get some work done while we're talking. Yes. Alright, so uh, the next one is the spell Locomotion. Um, there were three casters that had this spell. Mm -hmm. All three casters no longer have this spell. What spell do they have now? Instead, it's been replaced with Energizer. So Locomotion was you pay the cost, you choose a target jack in your battle group, in your control range, and it advances, I think it was three inches. Okay. Uh, now, you... Uh, have energizer which is cost two range self and every model in the battle group immediately advances two inches uh you can only do that was, once per activation that was a spell that already existed. it did already exist it just wasn't as prolific as now it is however the spell locomotion still exists on nemo 4 mm. because uh screw that guy I guess I don't know. Um, why? Why? Why does he still have it? Um, it's probably a good thing, honestly, for him to move his entire battle group and all the little guys uh, in his unit, plus all of his jacks. In like convergence is probably a bad thing, so I guess that's fine. Next, sacrificial lamb, a spell I have fallen in love with since way back in the days of Mark One, using Scar One and uh, quite a lot. Uh, that was the one where you pop one of your uh, warrior models and get D6 focus. Uh, that has been changed. Uh, so now all of the casters that have Sacrificial Lamb, there's quite a few of them these days. Um, it reads as follows. Up to two friendly warrior models other than the spellcaster immediately suffer 1D3 damage. For each damage dealt this way, a model in the spellcaster's battle group gains a focus. Oh, a model a can gain no uh, no more than three focus this way and can be only cast once per activation. I like, oh, hi, kiddo. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a thing. So, yeah, no, I kind of like that. So, you have a potential of handing out up to six focus, um, as little as two and as much as six. It does not go on to the... Um, uh, actually, it could go on your caster because it's you just choose. Uh, they go on a model in the spellcaster's battle group. Um, it says spellcaster's battle group, not just a model in the battle group. So I'm not sure if that means it can go on the caster or not. Either way, that's a good way to get focus out there. Um, I'm sure someone's already clean if verified if the caster can or not, but I have not seen that, and we're moving on because there's a lot to cover. Another major change is the, um, I, what, what did you do? What did you do, kiddo? I have no idea what you did. And here, you keep talking. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, so the other major change is, uh, seduction, uh, which used to be a base-to-base -base action, uh, that a few different models in the game could do. I think there's only three models, maybe four, that can, has the ability. Now it's range three. So it actually has some usability. Uh, having a base-to-base -base meant that it was just a dead ability on the card like 99.99% of the time. Being range 3 might possibly see use. You're the one who turned it off. Alright, next. I don't know if we're going to do this. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's pretty needy. 
Um, ancient kiddo. Nah. All right, Synergistic Magic. Uh, Synergistic Magic is a new ability in the game, and it states the following. Um, there we go. This model can gain power tokens. When a model with this ability destroys an enemy model with an attack, note that's an attack, not range, not magic, just any attack, this model gains a power token. This model can spend power tokens to upkeep and cast upkeep spells as if the tokens were focus. The models I came across all the way through Trolls, because that's where I ended off when I was going through all of this before we decided we just had to stop and record, are as follows, and there again maybe more to this list. Protectorate has Thyra 1. Retribution has Kalissa 1. Mercenaries has Kane 3. Captain Phineas Shea. Uh, Siphon and then Trolls has Jarl 1 uh, and again once we get through the rest of the um, Hordes factions there will probably be more than that. Uh, how likely it is that these models at least that I know of are going to get this off uh, Thyra 1 possibly I don't really know her very well she's a melee caster she doesn't really have a lot of magic offensive potential and Actually, she might not have any. I don't, I'd have to look that up. Uh, well, we've never seen her. She's a newer caster. We've never seen her played. No, we haven't. Our um, people that play Menoth, one of them left our meta, uh, has not returned, and then the other one hops factions every year or so, and he hasn't played uh, a little, a little protector, but not much as of late. Um, I Kay mean, he still keeps the faith, but he's not playing it at the moment. Yes, yes. He's um, gone over to heresy. <laughs> yes, he has. Um, so I have a joke about Protectorate I'm going to tell you later. Okay. That I came up with. All right, so Kalissa 1 has a very high uh, potential to have synergistic magic proc multiple times around. Um, Kane 3, another one very high. Captain Phineas Shea has a pretty good chance of making it work, and we'll talk about more about him later. Siphon um, will probably him I'm not so sure uh, offensive spells wise he looks like a good potential for using it and then Yarrow one has a very high potential for making a lot of use out of this so that's good next another sweeping change is the ability energy siphon uh, which casters like Absolonia 2, Kalissa 1, and Rask 1 all have it now reads much differently uh, well not that much differently it affects a lot more of the game though it now states, when this model hits an enemy model with one or more focus, fury, or essence points on it, that model loses one focus, fury, or essence points, and this model gains one focus or fury point. Uh, that seems to be as a result. really effective against um, Infernals. Oh, yes. Um, like Absolonia 2, it's only her melee weapons. Granted, she has a huge threat range, but she's only really going to affect one, in extreme cases, two models a turn with that. Rask, um, I think he can only get the benefit maybe once or twice per turn. Kalissa one, however, I'm just going to do a little spoiler right now about Kalissa one. Her gun was changed from rate of fire one with a reload of two. It's just flat reload or just flat rate of fire three. Mm. Yeah. 
So she can do it three times a turn easily and is going to be the bane of infernal model or casters in general, I suspect. Yeah, you, you, you will not be able to bring her to game night. <laughs> when I go back to Rhett, that might go on the uh, no caster that's permanently banned against me list. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think after enough play, um, you know, we'll figure it out enough and it won't be as much of an issue. All right, so uh, before we actually get into the factions themselves, we're going to talk about the theme lists first, um, as I think that's a good um, starting point on this a bit here, just to keep in mind. Uh, a massive sweeping change was made to how the uh, requisition options and themes work, uh, as well as what can be taken. Uh, as a requisition option. Unfortunately, they are not listed in any particular order, so you'll just have to listen for the name of the theme list that is relevant to you as we go on this. I apologize. Um, the, the major change to every single one of these is to what uh, is the, um, you know, smaller medium-based solo. No, that wording has been changed. It now reads as follows. You can always have as a requisition option one other small or medium-based solo with a point cost of five or less. So unless it's specifically stated as a requisition option, you are now limited to five point or less solos if it's not specifically called out. But that's good. Yes. That's good. That does mean that the requisition ceiling in this game is no longer 18 points. And it's closer to, well, in some cases, it was closer to, like, 20 or 1 points or something like that for one faction. So it'd be just 15. With, Max. Yeah, without, you know, special exceptions. Yes. Now, there are a few cases where you can still take two models for one requisition, and, like, they're four-point models or three-point models. But you'll never get the option of taking a seven point or even a six. I mean, really. I, don't, I don't want to get into a long conversation about this because it's going to take forever, anyways. But do you think that this, like, opens up options for um, non-themed lists to be competitive? Yes. Okay, that's good. We're actually going to be talking about that um, as we go along. But yeah, no, this is the overall the big change here uh, that all of this because we have a whole bunch of models getting cheaper. Uh, we have units getting substantially cheaper in some cases. Uh, I, I really think there's going to be an option for many factions like Signar and um, that, that's just the top one that came to mind. Uh, being able to go back to the old days of Merknar <laughs> or uh, just going theme free. Well, I mean, not that there's necessarily a Merknar anymore, but there is a theme list that I don't know how it's changed, but basically it was... Bring whatever caster you want, and then whatever else you want. <laughs> um, you're referring to the mercenary theme there, I think. What was it? Into the flames or whatever? Um, not hearts of darkness. Uh, flame, flames, flames in the night. I don't know that. We we yeah. don't. No one we know plays those factions, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, sorry there. Anyways, let's go ahead and continue on here. I, just, I think I think that the, most of the changes in this thing is for the health of the game. Yes, overall. Uh, and there are going to be some problems that are going to arise as a result of this, and I'm hoping to touch base on that in our closing thoughts if we can remember to do so. Okay. All right, so um, theme list, Dark Legacy. 
you can now take one Umbral Guardian solo as a requisition choice. Okay. Hearts of Darkness. Um, you can take one smaller medium base solo with marked soul. Uh, that's point cost five or less. So that's just changing the wording there. Warriors of the Old Faith. In fact, I'm just going to cover all of the Protector at once right here and less noted otherwise. All of them can now take three rack solos for a single requisition option. That seems nice. That is a huge quality of life change for them. I, I suspect we will see that happen a lot as just, you know, it's like you took a rack because you had an, an empty slot. You, you have a one point down scenario. So you take a rack. Being able to take three of them, even that's only three points, given you're going to actually potentially be choosing three point solos because of the change of five point or less, that's actually reasonable. Mm. Flame in the Darkness, that's the one we are thinking of. Um, you can no longer take three Morrowind Battle Priests um, as a requisition option. Okay, that sounds fair. The other one that is kind of a, hey, do you play one of these three factions? You can use this, Strange Bedfellows. Mm. That's your Crick's Convergence and, for whatever reason, Signar all in the same. Like, wh wh why are these three working together? Who knows? I don't know. Probably something to... <laughs> Strange Bedfellows. Um, you can now take a Warjack of five point cost or less as what? a position. Yes. No. What? Keep in mind, there are Warjacks that are five points or less. No. There are. No. Um, you can no longer take an Angel unit. Uh, the Convergence Angel unit is no longer a requisition option. Well, you really shouldn't be able to take a unit in the first place, but whatever. Vengeance of Dunia. Um, the Dunia Knot, you're only allowed to take one. Um, so that's just a change of wording there. Um, you can requisition one of them. Um, so you awkward. can take one character Pidge Tanks, non character Pidge Tanks solo. Um, and, okay. Next, Grave Diggers. Um, Oh, this is just a change of wording, sorry. Heavy metal change of wording. This is all the five point or less solo. Sons of the Tempest. Ranger models slash units are added to the theme list. So you can now take ranger models slash units. That's good. Um, also, uh, gun mage models in the army gain pistolier as a special rule. Um, so that's just a change of wording there. Uh, Storm Division, nothing new. Critters might. Uh, three racks, three racks. Oh, Faithful Masses. You can no longer take the initiates of the wall unit. You can instead choose to take one Deliverer Weapon Crew unit. And the Starburst uh, Weapon Crew is really good. So I, I hope that sees a lot of play. And of course you get the three racks, Temple of the Guardians racks. Armored Core can now take Behemoth. Uh, as a uh, as an army composition, not requisition, just composition. So you can now actually take the behemoth in that theme, which is Ooh. really cool. I know yeah. someone is really going to be happy about that. Uh, Jaws of the Wolf Legion of Steel, nothing to see here. Winter Guard Command, mm, let's see here. Oh, just the chain. Oh, yeah, Sacrificial Pawn, we've already covered that. Shield Guard, we've already covered that, so we won't talk about any of that here. Wolves of Winter, uh, we have already covered as well. That's a Doom Reaver or Greylord unit change. See previous podcast for that information. Dark Host 
can now take the death jack in that theme regardless of what your caster is so that is cool i'm hoping we see a lot more death jacks and just just the big character jacks in general behemoth avatar menoth death jack yeah, see, i want to see them I, I know you see a lot of the, the, the character war beasts out there they get used but you don't see a lot of the character jacks no not really um I mean, when's the last time anyone's seen a Thunderhead on the table, except for when I decided to bring it out just because? I mean, that's kind of when why people bring it anymore, is just because. Well, hopefully all these changes will change that. Um, scrolling along here. Do, 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 do. I don't think there's any... Oh, uh, Prima Materia for Crucible Guard. Uh, you can no longer take the Combat Alchemist unit. So that's another unit that's being cut. Uh, Clockwork Legion. Um, you can choose to take as a requisition a Warjack of five points or less. So. Yeah, but that makes sense for. Um, yeah. Destruction yeah. Initiative can now take the Destruction Destructotron three thousand uh, as a army composition and a requisition choice. Um, oh, <laughs> Hammer Strike for mercenaries can now take Gudrun solos as part of the army. Cool, cool. I mean, it's an Ogryn. That makes sense. Uh, Kingmaker Army uh, for Signar can now take the Boom Howler model slash units. Um, so, I think before it was just models, and now it's model slash units. I believe that's the change, or maybe that's the other way around. Because um, the time that theme was created, I don't think Boom Howler as a solo existed. Um, Soldiers of Fortune for mercenaries. Alexia, Mistress of the Witchfire, and Stannis Broker are no longer requisition options. Oh, um, oh wait, we already knew that. Uh, Band of Heroes for trolls can now no longer take the Trollkin Skinner. Boo! Instead, I read ahead on this one, the Trollkin Skinner gains the Scout keyword... And as part of the army composition, which all scout model slash units are allowed. Hey, our army traveling through these dense, thick woodlands now have scouts to see where the heck we're going. Congratulations. Uh, I've complained about that off and on for probably as long as I've been in trolls. Probably longer. Band of Heroes, same thing. You can actually take scouts. Creole Company, the Skinner was added to the theme list. Good. More Skinners all around. I'm going to need a second one of those. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you actually just said that. I mean... I love the Skinner. It's just there was never a reason to take more than one of them. Yeah, I know. So because just... it was locked to one list. Now it's not. Yay. Yay. Storm of the North. Scouts. Uh, Bones Ouroboros. Nothing to see here. Devourer's Host. You can no longer requisition the Wolf Rider Champion. That makes sense. It's a large base. Moving on. Seeker Masters. Wormwood, the master of all secrets and seeker masters, can now be taken in the theme for seeker masters. Because why was this never a thing to begin with? I mean, he's a tree. He I is a tree. I guess he would be a good secret keeper. Yeah. I mean, you're walking through the woods. You see a tree. You move on. Nothing to see here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is that? Is that a tree? Yes. You, you, just a tree. Just just a tree. We'll, we'll come back to that one. Um, Wild Hunt, you can now take Loki and Gedrix as part of the uh, army composition. Disciples of Agony, um, you can now take one non-character Agonizer Warbeast uh, as a requisition. 
and you can no longer take the Basilisk Kraya as a uh, requisition. Okay, it's been a while since I've seen Scorn. There's a character, whatever it's called? Yes, there is. It's from Mariah Quest. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and he actually cannot be included in any list uh, that includes um, Resheth. Huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't see those two getting along. No. Uh, children of Dra uh, Dragon, Oracles of Annihilation, nothing to see here. Primal Terrors can no longer oh. take a Hellmouth unit as a requisition option. Well, I feel bad. Um, That's sad. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Oh, Blindwater Congregation. This theme probably got one of the biggest changes out of all of them, uh, I suspect. Uh, first off, the Gatorman Posse Troopers no longer get the bonus of 5 health to 8 health. Okay. Um, we'll come back to that point later. Uh, however, instead of the posse having eight health uh, in this theme, you get to place um, bef da -da -da -da. before malls are deployed at the start of the game. You can place two four-inch AOE shallow water terrain features anywhere, completely within twenty inches of the rear table edge of your deployment zone. Your gators. And you can bring water, so you can actually proc amphibious if your TO or whoever set up your ta table hates you. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Thornfall Alliance. Um, you no longer get... Um, oh, no, sorry. You now can take a Battle Boar War Beast as a requisition. And then lastly, uh, we'll work for food, and there's no changes here aside from just the normal, you know, solo with a point cost of five or less, a smaller medium base. All right, so that's it for the theme forces. I know there's a lot to go over. Um, there's still a lot more to come. You keep going. I'm going to go get a hair thingy. Okay, sounds good. All right, so we are going to go to Signar. All right, so... Um, I've been kind of debating here. So what I'm going to do is I'm if if a model or whatnot just drops by a point or two, I'm not really going to talk about that. War Room's already updated. You can just look at that and be like, oh, wow, you know, so many points to work with. If it drops by three points or more, however, I'm going to make a specific call out on that. Um, or if a super expensive unit just got like a two point reduction, I might call that out. Um, so, Warjack points, however, well, I'll go ahead and mention those. Artificer General Nemo gets two Warjack points. He now has 27. Captain Allison Jake's got three. She's now 31 Warjack points. Oh, that seems unfair. Meh. There, 31 is quite a Just privilege. Yeah, anyways. Um, so, next, Captain E. Dominic Darius. That being Darius 1, the man in the machine. Um, sort of thing. Uh, yeah, we already covered that in the previous oh, okay. one. But yeah, uh, Alistair Kane got Gun Mage. Yay. Uh, actually, that is relevant. Everyone that got Gun Mage that we've talked about before, um, that's going to be relevant. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Um, so Darius, his feet has changed. Uh, so Pit Stop has completely changed. Uh, now he gains one D3 plus two focus a turn. So effectively between three and six focus. And he and his half-jacks can make repairs even if the model being repaired is affected by grievous wounds or other special rules that prohibit healing. Um, I'm just condensing all the wording here. There's a lot. So that is huge. That, that is a big, big, big change. 
I hope this means we see more Darius out there. Um, I have not seen him forever. Yeah, no, not since Mark II. Um, the days of Devil Stormwalls. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, the heady days. I think I think huge bases as a whole have sort of started to disappear. Yes. Yeah, they have. Well, there's a lot of things that can now kill them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Karasloan gains Gun Mage. Uh, all of the Canes gain Gun Mage. So, those are good. Those are relevant. Next, Haley 1. Holy crap here. Mm. Um, so, Haley 1's spell, Temporal Barrier, the basically feat level effect that is a spell, expensive though it may be, now makes all enemy models in her control range suffer minus two defense and minus two speed if they start their activation in her control range. She's just mean. Um, this is like we're going back to the good old days of Mark II here. Honestly, that that is big, 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 big changes. Not like the dark old days of Mark One. I won't regale you with that, but this was a ball-busting feat back then. Now this is just really difficult to deal with for some factions. Protectorate especially. Alright, um, the Gunmage Captain Adept. We've been talking about we're going to come back to that Gunmage rule. This is what it is. So, the Captain Gunmage Adept, aka the Dude. I thought so. Uh, he gains Veteran Leader Gunmage, which means that he gives a plus one to attack rolls for all gun mages <laughs> in his command range. Now you have I to take him. think is Command 9. I forgot to look that up. Yeah, so who wants a Rat 9 Cane 1? Or Rat 10 Cane 2? Oh, or and then he pops his feet and he's shooting everything. Kara Sloan at Rat 9? Ugh. <laughs> I mean, I already don't like her, but now I extra don't like her. Yeah, and that's, that's assuming they don't aim. That's just base stat line. Oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Granted, you can only take him in the Sons of the Tempest theme list. Unless you go out of theme. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, do, 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 do. Haley 2 gains 2 Warjack points. Uh, Haley 1 gains 4 Warjack points. But I'm at 29. So, yeah. Um, let's see here. Wait, is that... I might have mixed up which Haley's these are. I can't remember the insignia. Which Okay, Prime is number three. Major is number two. So Haley 2 has 29 Warjack points. There we go. All right. Um, Warjacks, is a bunch of them that got cheaper. Brickhouse, Cyclone, Dynamo, Firefly is seven points. Uh, Lancer is eight points. Holy cow for that arc node. Yes, please. Dynamo goes down a little bit. He's 17 points now. He loses multi-fire because good. That is a horrible ability. <laughs> um, and gains rate of fire 3 base. That is... He, he goes from being somewhat unreliable due to shield guards and sack pawns to being extremely reliable with his damage output at rate of fire 3. So that's cool. Um, the Hurricane Colossal is now only 33 points. Because you should take him. Yes, please. Uh, Minuteman, 8 points. Old Rowdy goes down a little. Sentinel. The Sentinel goes down to 7 points. Now, I'm going to stop for just a second here because I I don't think this is enough. The Warjack has a Shield Guard. Great. But it only has a Range 10 Rate of Fire D3 POW 10 gun. So you just don't think he's going to get taken? 
it's not enough. I think he needs covering fire template. I mean, the chain gun crew, which is the exact same gun, but on a uh, weapon crew has it. Why doesn't the Sentinel? I, I don't know. Stormwall is 34 points now. Uh, Thorn, character light for Haley, is now 11 points. And the Triumph is 16 points. I, I don't know if that's enough you'll see him or not, but you definitely will siege uh, for 16 points instead of 18. The Battle Engine's uh, Storm Rider goes down by 1. The Structure Trencher Blockhouse goes down by 1 to 9 points. 9 points for a structure! It was 10, now it's 9. You never saw it. I know a couple people that have it. Um, I don't I don't know if that's enough to see it. It's, it's gun just doesn't have enough. Alright, Solos. The Arcane Tempest Rifleman has Gun Mage. Oh, we've already talked about that. Uh, Maxwell Finn is 5 points. Um... Is there anything else really here? Oh, um, Allison Jake's one gains dual attack. So that increases her damage output uh, potential quite a bit. I'm still not sure if you want to see her getting into melee, but she can. Um, one of the other big things here is the patrol dog. Yeah. For uh, Grave Diggers, a trencher dog. It was FA1, now it's FA2, and it was reduced to one point cost. Bring this dog. Yes, I think it... For one point, and you could take two of them, I think that's worth it. More dogs to the field, and let's add some cats. Yes, cats. Yeah. Um, I could see the cats ending up in uh, Kador. <laughs> they have dogs already. They do. I don't know. Um, Scorn has cats. A little yeah. medicine kill bot running around. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, Arcane Tempest Gun Mages. This is a big change. I don't remember if we uh, talked about this before or not. Um, so what it is, is uh, they now have the supporting attack rule. So during this unit's activation, if it is in formation, except while making an attack roll, uh, it can make... Da -da -da. This model can forfeit its combat action. If it does, another model in the unit gains an additional die on attack and damage rolls. Now it was spoiled to us, it was attack rolls, but it's attack and damage rolls you get an additional and then drop one of your choice that is that's powerful yeah um i mean it's only in pow 10 but with brutal crit brutal i mean if you get that crit you're rolling four dice i don't care if it's a pow 10 that's going to do some damage um i love the arcane tempest gun mages with their ua being able to take a jack and the jack also gets um the uh the rune shots. It's, it's just a cool package. I like it. Black 13th gun mage. Okay, that's fine. Um, long gunner infantry are dropped by two points for min, three points for max. That makes them an eight slash 13 points. That is cheap. Uh, 13 points for range, uh, range 14, pow 10, but combined range. Um, that's, that's just cool. Um, the Ranger unit is now only 7 points, and the uh, Cavalry in this game as a whole have gotten cheaper by 2 to 3 points. I think the Crixon ones dropped by 4 for the Bane Riders. No, that, that doesn't sound right. Anyways, we'll, we'll see that eventually. Um, Sword Knights that no one ever saw because why would you ever take them? They're a little cheaper. It's now uh, 10 guys for 11 points. So maybe there's some reason to take them now. 
Uh, Tempest Blazers got a little cheaper, 16 points for a max unit. Um, all the weapon crews in the game are now between 2 to 4 points each, uh, just as a whole. So that's a big change there. Uh, moving along here, moving along here. Trencher Long Gunners are now 15 points for a max unit. Oh, sorry, I was fiddling on my email while you are talking, and I just realized that um, your junior gets out of school at 12.15. 12.15 today? Yeah. I mean, it's a true half day. I'm glad I checked. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's shortly before I go to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, right. Somebody will get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take care of that. All right. So, um, solo or attachments, and they all got cheaper by one point. Um, so, yeah, like the Trencher Commando Scattergunner, only one point each now. So, that's a huge incentive to see the Scattergunners. All right. Protectorate of Menoth. Yes, we're now only on to the second faction. Um, so th there's there's a lot of ch little changes here. Uh, Fiora 1, Priestess of the Flame, she loses Emulation because that was a crappy nuke on her anyways at Fury 6. Yeah, but it sounded cool. It did sound cool. Uh, instead, she gains Dauntless Resolve, uh, which gives target unit plus 3 armor and tough. Yeah, that's cool, but it doesn't sound cool. Uh, it's huge. Um, so she's the first protectorate caster in the game to ever have it. Um, so you're going to see armor 19 tough bastions, armor 24 initiates of the wall, uh, armor 16 temple flame guard. I'm sorry, 20 if there's in a shield wall. Oh, I'm sorry, 23 if they many feet base to base and tough in a shield wall. Um, for just a cheap throwaway unit, um, or use the attendant priest and take the Horgan Hold Forge Guard, making them armor 19 uh, while tough, or armor 21 while base to base. That's that can really make things difficult for some opponents. So that's cool. Uh, Fiora two, she loses convection because good riddance and gains Ember Spark. Uh, for those who are not sure what that does, because she's the only in the second model in the game to have it, um, it's a cost 2, range 10, pow 10. Uh, you gain an additional die to hit if the target is not on fire, and uh, if hit, it gains a fire token, or a fire continuous effect. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, High Allegiant uh, Amanon Raza gains Resourceful, so he can upkeep his multitude of upkeep spells for free if it's on his battle group. Guess. So that effectively gives him like two to three focus extra a turn to use. That's good. Um, let's see here. Not much more to see with the casters. Um, oh, Resnick 2. Okay. He gains an armor and he gains five health, putting him up to 25 health on that battle engine caster. What does it say? Isn't he the one on the pipe organ? Uh, chariot, actually. I swear there was an organ on there too. Um, that's that's the uh, battle, battle engine. engine. Yeah, but I, swear, I thought he had one too. Yeah, nope. whatever. Yep. Um, Harbinger of Menoth. Oh, Cru Harbinger. Crusader's Call. Throughout the game, Crusader's Call has changed. It now reads: Friendly faction models beginning a charge as part of its normal movement, and the spellcaster's control range gains plus two movement. Crusader's Call lasts for one turn. There was a couple rules interaction that allowed models to charge outside of normal movement. This has now been fixed. Um, so that's just a rules clarification there. 
Mathira. Probably one of the casters that got the biggest change in the entire game next to Sturgis, which I haven't... I forgot to talk about Sturgis um, with Signar. We'll come back to <gasps> him when we get to his uh, Crookson counterpart. Okay. Uh, that way we can just talk about him as a whole. Yay! All right. Um, so, Thyra. Um, yeah. So, Thyra gains Gates... Oh, so Gates of Death is no longer a spell, but a baseline ability, uh, but only allows her to teleport five inches. That's fine. She gains Blend In, Daughters of the Flame, which means that you cannot target her while there is one or more friendly Daughters of the Flame models within three inches of her. You uh -huh. just flat cannot target her. Target her for a... Ch or you, you cannot target her for attacks, charges, or slams. So if you want to get up on her and start buying attacks from a trample, go for it. Otherwise, you got to kill all of them within three inches. Uh, and she gains synergistic magic. Um, <laughs> she's a melee caster. I don't think she has any offensive spells. So she's going to be right there on the front lines, um, moving up through her uh, friendlies with acrobatics and sprint and... Uh, or maybe it's just Gates of Death that allows her to place five inches. I like um, I like I like the ability. I like the fact that this is a, a fluff roll. I mean, basically, she looks like the other daughters of the flames. So much to the fact that you can't tell what she looks like. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So you can't hit her. And like, which one is she? I don't know. One of those Burn girls over there doing backflips. <laughs> um. Look for the one with the pole. Wait a minute, that's Signar. <laughs> yes, Haley does bring her own her own pole. She does. Um, so yeah, um, Vice Crusader Vindictus gains. Oh, Vindictus. Vindictive. <laughs> when a spell or special oh. rule on an enemy model causes one or more of his upkeep models to expire from a friendly model or unit. <laughs> immediately gets to recast that spell for free on a different model or unit I without love, spending focus. I love the fact that he just gets pissed <laughs> off. It's like, it's like, they're like, aha, we made you drop your spell, and he's like, God, no! <laughs> the, the only chain, the only thing here is, he can't recast it on the same model or unit. He has to choose the new one. Which is sad, but still, that's <laughs> hilarious. Well, oh, no, he's not pissed. He's just like, they're like, they're like, aha, we took, we, we took out your spell. And he's like, oh, did you? <laughs> right? Uh, imagine if you have someone like, um, Mm. Um, I don't know. Do me one, and he's just like, I cause all of your upkeeps to drop all at once. And he's like, sweet. So now I get to put this one there, and this one here, and that one there. And you uh, remember this unit? You were really hoping shuffling. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah, spell shuffling. Yes. Uh, shuffle the deck and throw the cards out there. Wherever they land is where, who gets that. I, I don't know why, but I've always liked Vindictus as a concept, which we don't have time to discuss. Go yes. On. All right, Jax. Um, Avatar of Minoth, we've already covered that. Blessing of Vengeance is now 11 points for that character light. Um, yeah. Take it. Blood of Martyrs is only 14 points. And the Castigator now has Chain Attack Combustion instead of just Star Attack Combustion. Okay, I don't know why I didn't know, but... <laughs> they have a Jack called the Castigator. 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 Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, so chain attack combustion means if he hits the same model with both of his initial attacks, after resolving the attack, it immediately, or 
After resolving the attack, it can immediately have all other models within two inches of this model suffer a POW 12 fire damage roll and the fire continuous effect. Sounds like they're really going to throw that fire out there. Come on, people, start time to burn. Devouts are now only seven points. Aya Truth loses three points down to 17. Um, the Guardian Heavy uh, Jack, my most favorite uh, Jack of all of the Protector of Jacks, is now only 13 points. Spam it, everyone. Spam that jack. Uh, it's a heavy armored arc node with a cool spear. Do it. And flags. You break those flags, you're no longer playing Protectorate. Meh. Uh, <laughs> Hand of Judgment gains building assault. We've already talked about that. Um, Revelators. Uh, the Colossal is only 34 points now. And the Revenger Light Jack is 8 points. I've already seen spam lists with like 12 revengers in the <laughs> list um yeah Sanct i love a good spam list right um sanctifier soul taker um so its soul ability is now kind of changed and now gains the souls just like normal however it spends them on abilities um this model can spend a soul token for one of the following gains hand of fate as a soul spender um i think that's the only ability it can spend them on aside from you know just getting focus out of it uh, so Hand of Fate states, this model can spend soul tokens at any time during its activation to gain Hand of Fate for one turn. A model with Hand of Fate gains an additional die on attack and damage rolls, discarding the lowest in each roll. That is a huge That is the most output. literal example of a spell I've ever heard. <laughs> that spell right there does exactly what it says on the tin. Basically. Hand of Fate. Yes. Besides, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, the Vanquisher is no longer the most expensive. Why the hell would I ever take this basic Warjack that's not a character and all of Protector to Menoth? It's now only 13 points instead of 17. Thank you. I don't even play Protector to Menoth, and I'm saying thank you. It went down by four points. Holy crap. Uh, Battle Engines, Vassal of Judgment is now 15 points. Shrine is now 12. We already knew that. Um, Deliver Arm Master gains a new uh, star action. Artillerist. Range Command. I think that's 3 inches. Maybe it's 4. Target Friendly Faction. Model gains plus 2 rat when making its next AoE ranged attack this turn. If uh, you do not directly hit, you get to reroll direction and or distance of the deviation. I'm not entirely positive. But I think Protectorate has one of the best-looking battle engines in the whole game. The, uh... Pipe organ. The pipe organ? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Uh, so, keep in mind, um, I've already seen some people asking why this is relevant. Well, you can put Artillerist on things even if they're not an artillery piece. Just has to have an AoE as an attack. Put it on the Vanquisher. Or the Judicator, a Revelator. I mean, there's lots of applications to this. Plus two rat is good. Um, Daughters of the Flame gain reposition five with acrobatics. That just lets these girls penetrate deep into enemy lines. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And then they just repo all over the place. Um, yeah. Temple of the Flame Guard gain relentless charge as a base ability. Uh, and so, I mean, Pathfinder on these models that's good even if it's only when they charge they also gain plus one pal so their new p plus s is 11 
and Pyrus, the solo uh, for them, gives them rapid strike for two combined melee attacks at a P plus S of 13 if they're in pairs, or up to a P plus S 21, uh, two of them, two POW 21s if the entire unit gets in on a heavy. Um, that's that's going to hurt. Leave a mark. Um, next, High Paladin Darton Vilmon. Uh, he goes up from armor 16 to armor 18. He's also a point cheaper. Nicaea, Tear of Vengeance, goes down to four points. Um, she, da -da -da, she gains the Daughters of the Flame keyword and Blast Resistance and also gives Elite Cadre uh, Daughters of the Flame gain Blast Resistance. Old Daughters of the Flame. Uh, that is big. Keep in mind, Blast Resistance is plus four armor versus Blast Damage. Uh, Paladin in the Order of the Wall goes from armor 16 to armor 18 um, with his brick and mortar stance. Wow. Wow, that's... Huh. Okay. Uh, Vassal Mechanic gains Iron Sentinel because finally... <laughs> a plus two defense and armor will base to base with a jack. Why does why does the Mechanic not have this already? Uh, Pyrus, where we talked about him, he gains uh, Leadership Rapid Strike. So that's good. Um, do 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 whole bunch of units got cheaper. All the exemplars got cheaper by one to two points. Uh, the Vengers got cheaper by two, so that heavy uh, cavalry unit is now only 18 points. Uh, Flamebringers uh, gained Daughters of the Flame keyword, and they are a point cheaper. Cleansers are now only 13 points for a uh, full unit. Holy Zealots! This one is cool. Um, it's not the prayers like the old days of Mark II, unfortunately, but still, um, Path of Flames is completely changed. Instead of just granting immunity to fire, it now does the following. Affected models gain immunity to fire and an additional die on their damage rolls with this weapons, or with weapons with uh, damage type fire, like the grenades. For each one of those attacks, choose one die to be discarded. Uh, models um, not affected or not if you're out of formation you can't get this benefit there you go um i mean that's just that is a huge boost to their damage output and i fully anticipate seeing holy zealot spam uh in fact i kind of hope we do uh it'd be good to see those models on the table in mass like they're supposed to be knight's exemplar however a full unit of knight's exemplar is only seven points Need I mind, remind you, they are POW-12 Weapon Masters. Maybe they're POW-11. Either way, just a couple of those getting out of Heavy Jack will scrap it. And they're now 7 points. I think they're FA-2? Or 3? Something like that. It, that's ridiculous. Um, Roven and Honor Guard are now 7 points. Cool. They were 9, now they're 7. Attachments. Um, do 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 Exemplar Errant uh, Officer and Standard is now only three points. And the Flame Guard Cleanser Officer is only three points. Um, oh, the Temple Flame Guard Officer and Standard are now only three points. And they gain Relentless Charge as a base ability instead of the leadership. All right, that's basically it for Protectorate. Hoi, moving on to Kador. Um, 
Assault Commander Strykov and his commandos. That is Strykov 2 gains 5 Warjack points up to 27. Um, so forward Commander Sorsha also gains 2. She's up to 29. And Colden Commander Alexandria Zerkova. That is Zerkova 1. Um, she gains... Rod, okay, so Rod of Whispers is now range 12. It was range 10. So that's a big change for her. Um, Grave Door changes also that she can now channel spells through the effective model even while it's engaged. Which is a huge problem of her before is, yeah, sure, she could channel a spell through a model, but, yeah, it she'd never do it because it was engaged. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, that's, that's a pretty big change for her. Um, next up, we have Commandant Iris. He gains two Warjack points, putting him at 29. Sorsha 3 gains Irregulars, medium-based Mana War. She can now take the Mana War in any theme that you put her in. That actually opens up a lot of options. We might potentially be seeing her on the table for the first time since she came out, uh, which is kind of a shame. It's just a cool-looking model. Um, so Commander Andre, or Andre Molokov, Molokov 1 that being, loses Razor Wind, which is a, eh, it's an okay nuke. Uh, instead, he gains Discombobulate. This is a brand new spell to the game. Discombobulate um, is a cost 2, range 10. Um, for one turn offensive spell, both the front arc and back arc of target model slash unit is treated as the back arc. So, 360 degree back arcs. Anything with backstab is going to love that. Um, additionally, just a plus two to hit on anything in that unit is big. Uh, and I think we're going to see that quite a bit. Also, I forgot to mention the spell open fire is now just cost one. So it's easier to use on the casters that have it. So that's good. Um, moving along here, we have... Um, who is this? Oh, uh, Butcher 2. I'm not going to try and say his name. Butcher 2... Um, he he got a huge change. Um, I don't think anyone's ever seen this model since early Mark II, um, possibly ever, just because of his, his focus is always in the state of flux and everything. Now it's the following: um, Butcher Two begins the game with two focus, or sorry, seven focus points and a base focus of seven. At the start of each of your turns, if Butcher Two didn't uh, destroys three or more enemy models with a melee attack during the last round, his focus becomes seven for one round. Otherwise, if he does not destroy three or more enemy models, his focus becomes 2d3 plus one for a round. Uh, his control range is always 12 inches, by the way. Um, so that means he's going to have an average focus of five throughout the game. I mean, as little as three, as much as uh, seven, but an average of five. I think that maybe puts him in a place where he's usable, which would be cool. I, I think it's a cool model. I mean, he's got the uh, rule uh, homicidal maniac. I mean, who doesn't want to try and play that at some point? <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah. Also, he gains Reckless Arcana. This states once per turn when a model in his battle group destroys one or more enemy models with a melee attack. 
Immediately after the attack is resolved, this model can cast a spell with cost 3 or less without paying for it. A Warjack goes up and murders something like Kato or Warjacks do, and then he gets to cast a spell for three, the three cost or less. That's awesome. That's awesome, okay? It just is. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I hope we really see a lot more Butcher 2s on the table now. Um, next up, um, there's a lot of other little changes here, but nothing major. I mean, Zerkova 2 gains... Um, three Warjack points, spreading at 27, okay. Um, the Old Witch of Kador. Um, so, turns out she was paying, like, 14 points for a Scrapjack. Now she's paying, like, seven or so, because her Warjack points go up to 24. That's a swing of six points to her Warjack points. That's big. Um... Mm, let's see here. Moving on, moving on. Um, Beast 09 is 16 points. Behemoth, we already knew, drops to 20 points. Conquest is now only 33 points. Um, the Dozer loses Beatback on its melee weapon and gains Batter instead. Um, batter is just a far superior ruling. It states when an enemy model is hit by this weapon during this model's activation, it becomes knocked down and can be pushed one inch directly away from this model. If it is pushed one up to one inch, this model can advance one inch directly towards it. That's just flat better. Um, another huge change is the Demolisher and Devastator, the Jacks in the Metal Shells, Clam Jacks. Clam Jacks um, got to change to how the Armored Shell rule works. If this model makes a basic melee attack, or a throw power attack, its base armor is reduced to 19 until the start of its next activation. That's how it reads now. This means it can shoot its guns without losing armor. Its base armor 23 on these jacks. It can shoot its guns, headbutt, slam, trample, or even do reign of death star action on the Devastator and still be armor 23. That is amazing. I I love the Clam Jacks. I mean, back in Mark, Mark 1, or was it 2? They were armor 25. They got reduced to armor 23 in Mark 3. Okay, whatever. But they weren't really usable because their armor was practically armor 19 all the time after you made an attack. So that's changed. Mad Dog. This is just going to be a big change to the fleet rule. So fleet used to state you can spend a focus to gain this, give this model plus two movement when it advances part of its movement. That's not the case anymore. Instead, you no longer have to spend focus to activate the ability. It now reads that uh, while this model has two or more focus, it automatically gains plus two movement when advancing as part of its normal movement. That is a huge quality of life change to that rule. I used to play Rhett a lot, as many of you already are aware. And not being able to use fleet on my um, um, dang it brain, come on, name of the model, can't remember it. Um, shield halberd has fleet. Daggone, can't remember the name of it. Anyways, um, I never used it because yeah, I had to spend a focus to do that, and then a focus to charge just wasn't worth it. Now you can. Mad Dog's got it, and the Red Jack also has it. Ruin. The model has a buckler. 
So they gave it the buckler rule, because that was an oversight from forever ago, apparently. Um, the buckler rule was added to its armored fist. That means that it is effectively an armor 21 jack. So that's cool. Spriggan and Torch. Both of them lose the targeting flare rule. That's the one where you can just place down the 3-inch AoE anywhere within the weapon's range. Instead, the gun gains the flare rule. Flare. Models hit by this weapon uh, lose stealth and suffer minus 2 defense for one turn. It's kind of a buff and a nerf. It means that placing the anti-stealth AoE... Um, it's still an AoE. It's just that's a lot less reliable. However, everything under the AoE now loses minus 2 defense. So, in that regard, it's a buff. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, Growler got 2 points cheaper. Um, let's see here. Victor is now 32 points instead of 34 for that Colossal. Mm, the Iron Fang Kovnik is now armor 17. And its leadership changes to unyielding. So that's a huge change for the Iron Fang to get unyielding. I'm not sure if we'll see them on the table or not, but that, that's a big change. Uh, a lot of survivability can be found in unyielding. Colden Lord is now three points, gains Prowl, uh, and its leadership of Battle Wizard has been changed to Prowl. This is actually a really, really, really big change. Um, that means, uh, so it's leadership Grey Lords. So all Grey Lord models in the game gain Prowl. This affects the following model slash units. There are 11 things that it affects actually. All the Grey Lords plus Zerkova 1, Zerkova 2, Karch of the Terrible. Yeah, yeah, that, that man in the jack, he has Prowl now. If you take this model. Uh, and Karchev and the Death Jack, that being Karchev 2, Death Jack 2. Um, yeah, them too. They also get Prowl because a man in a jack sitting in the forest cannot be seen, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why that, that that's a thing, but it is. So, Colden Lords, you're going to see them. Uh, Winter Guard Artillery Captain. Remove close fire and gain veteran leader Winter Guard, which means that all Winter Guard gain plus two to or plus one to attack rolls while within his eight-inch command. There are twelve models of benefit from this rule, including the Winter Guard gun carriage, the battle engine. So that's cool. Additionally, the fire and display start action is now gives reposition three. Instead of reposition two, because why would reposition two ever be useful? I don't know. That that's just dumb. So yeah, reposition three. Uh, Winterguard officer in standard. Uh, the grape shot uh, rule has been changed uh, for the better. Uh, this model can use grape shot once per game at any time during its activation. This activation, each model with a blunderbuss ranged attack weapon loses CRA and gains assault. Um, so, and the range of its blunderbuss becomes spray eight. So that is a huge change on uh, a very, very, very welcome one for the winter guard. Um, you're the axe is now only four points. So that's good. He's really, really good. We'll come back to him in a second. Uh, assault commandos are now 11 points for a max unit. 10 guys for 11 points. 
Holy cow. Um, yeah, Great Lord Trinians are only five points instead of seven for a three-man unit. That's really good. Iron Fang Pikemen are 13 points for a max unit. The Iron Fang Ulons, Heavy Cavalry, dropped three points for a max unit. They're now only 17 points. Uh, Commandant, um, character guy with standard, I'm not going to try and enunciate that. He's five points for that unit, which is a lot of hit points for five points. Um, Cossite Woodsman, okay. Full stop. Um, there's a lot to go over with the Cossite Woodsman. So they go up in points to 11 points for a 10-man unit. No one took them at 10 points at all. I mean, everyone's been wondering why the hell would you take them ever, ever, since forever. Uh, even early Mark II, you didn't really see them a whole lot. Well, that's about to change because they got backstab. Um, So they're Map 5, Rat 4 with backstab. So still lower on the attack values, but I mean, backstabbing at an effective Rat 6 if you're in the back arc. Um, Matt seven. You, you, I don't know why you'd use melee attacks because their melee attack is terrible. But that's still ten guys for eleven points. Um, Yuri the Axe gives Manhunters and the Cossite Woodsman Tree Walker, uh, which I may remind you that allows them to ignore forests when determining line of sight. And while completely within a forest, they get plus two defense versus melee attack rolls. Um, the ambush and so here's the threat range. So they ambush in three inches. Their speed six, range ten, with a rat of four, which becomes a six in the back arc. A pow ten weapon master with backstab. Need I remind you, backstab gives an additional damage die when you're talking about the fact that the mage hunter strike force, um, are pow tens and people hate them because pow tens add up when you're doing three dice for damage these guys are able to do the same thing and uh also molokov just got discombobulate so they always have backstrike against that model slash unit um also consideration for hearts of darkness theme for kador would actually be interesting you get molokov with a cosite woodsman at fa2 and then if you really want to go full ham on the whole like Let's see how far this uh, hole goes. You could take Crow's Cutthroats for full jank. I mean, I don't know how viable that is, but hell, I mean, why not? Try it. See what happens. All right. Um, there's a few other things here in Kador, but nothing really of interest. Uh, so we're just going to move on uh, to the... Do, do, do. Yeah. So moving on to Cricks. All right. Um, I got to speed up here. I'm running out of time. Um, so I'm just going to kind of go over the... Uh, highlights here. Denegra Soul Weaver. That's Denegra 3, for those who aren't everywhere. I haven't seen them in a while. She goes from armor 16 to 18. She gains 5 health, putting her up to 23 HP total. Um, that makes her a whole lot more difficult to kill. So a Mat 6 Warjack that has a POW 18 uh, melee weapon and a POW 15 offhand. Let's assume it charges her. Okay? So if it's boosting to hit... Uh, and not boosting anything on the offhand, it had a, um, let's see here, she had a 10% chance of surviving that. I mean, it, there, there was a 90% chance it was going to one round her. Now, the same Jack would have a 54% chance 
Oh, sorry. Uh, that the reword that the jack would have a ten percent chance of re one rounding her now. It used to be a fifty-four percent chance of one rounding her, assuming she had no focus. Now it's only a ten percent chance of that occurring. That is a huge swing in survivability. Um, yeah, just a huge swing. Uh, Captain Iacos, we've already talked about him, uh, so whatever. Uh, Goreshade 1. Uh, Shadowmancer now grants Stealth and Dark Shroud to all models in his battle group in his control range of 14 inches. Um, instead of just being in his command range of 7. So that's a huge change. That, I hope, means we'll actually see Gorshade 1 on the table. I want to see the bastard on the table. Someone, give me a battle report of him, please. Or record you playing him. Lichlord Asphyxius, that being Gatsby 2. The big change here is that he gains soul tokens from his 5-inch AoE regardless of any other special rule or proximity to other rules. In other words, as far as I can tell, no matter what. He is getting those souls under that 5-inch AoE. So that is big, big, big. Um, let's see here. I'm going to come back to Sturgis in a second. Um, continuing on. Charybdis. Uh, his Acid Cloud, which is his, his signature ability, he can now use his Acid Cloud once per activation, anytime before or... Uh, or at any time um, or before finishing a run or a failed charge. He still gets the Acid Cloud even if he fails a charge or runs. So that's that's a pretty big change to the way he works. Um, Leviathan and Sepulcher, uh, Colossal, replace Burst Fire with Volume Fire, which means instead of getting a plus one to hit, uh, sorry, plus one damage versus medium bases and plus two versus large and huge bases it now is plus one to hit and damage versus medium bases and plus two to hit and damage versus large and huge bases that's a quality of life change revenant crew of the on um atrometrius i think that's how you enunciate that gain point blank this effectively means that they now have two melee attacks um, because you can use their melee uh, attack with your pistol using uh, point blank rule. So that effectively gives you a Mat 7 POW 12 pistol and a Mat 7 People Assess 11 Cutlass. That's a big boost to their uh, damage output, especially considering Crix's uh, debuffs. Scourge, Dire Sears, uh, replace Needle with Insights. That just means they get to do the auto 1 damage versus anything, not just living models. Uh, scarred pirates gain assault, so they're now speed six, spray or uh, speed six, spray six, pow twelve. They're only rat five, um, defense thirteen, armor eleven. So, eh, I mean alpha or nothing, I guess. Soul hunter, um, soul hunter, which are oh the cavalry, the light cavalry. They always start the game with a single soul each. Um, given they can give themselves incorporeal for a turn, that seems good. That seems really good. Um, yeah. So moving on here, th this this is going to have to be a two-parter, I think. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm just running out of time. Um, all right, let's let's stop. 
Um, Locke had to walk away for a second here to take care of something. I was hoping to, she'd be back before I talked about Sturgis. Um, okay, we're just going to move on. We'll, we'll talk about Sturgis when Locke is here because I know Locke wants to talk about that. Um, there's other changes here, um, like the uh, Shrike for Crix is now five points for that Light Warjack. Um, that's really damn good. The Kraken drops to 32 points uh, from being 35. The Leviathan uh, drops to 14 points. I hope that means we're actually going to see Crabjacks. Um, Harrower drops to 13 points. Erebus drops to 13 points. Desecrator drops to 12 points. Deathjack is now only 18 points. Come on, people. Let's see that model. It's no longer 23 points or 22 points, whatever it was. Uh, 23. Um, yeah, it's just really, really, really good. Cricks and Jacks getting cheaper is really what they needed. The Seether is only 12 points. Yeah. Um, solos. Um, doo -doo -doo, we already talked about Icos. Um, what else here? Bullet Thralls are only two points each. Bullet Thrall Overseer Morbus is four points. So, I mean, at two points each, we should see more Bullet Thralls, I would suspect. Um, Iron Lich Overseer. This is another big change. Um, it's down to three points. And Soul Taker Soul Cage uh, is changed to Soul Taker Harvester. That means this model can gain soul tokens. And when a living enemy model is destroyed well within two inches of this model or a war jacket controls in its command range, this model gains the soul token. That means you might actually see the Iron Lance Overseer in play, which I hope so. It's a really cool Jack Marshal. Um, the Necrotech is only one point now instead of two. Um, soul Trappers. While that model has a soul, it's now incorporeal. So they might see, you might actually see them on the table for more than just one turn. <laughs> Um, War Witch Initiate Denegra um, goes up in points. However, she also gains a focus. She's now focus five. Yay! A junior that wants to cast spells every turn is no longer focus four. Um, yeah. Um, Bane Knights are now 13 points for a max. Bane Riders are 17 points for a max unit. Uh, Bane Warriors are 14 points. Uh, and the Bile Thralls got the biggest point drops in the game. They drop six points for a max unit. You can now take ten of them for only nine points. Given they kill themselves, that, that seems fair. Seriously. Um, let's see here. Um, there's a lot of other point drops. Uh, Scarred Pirates get Assault. We already talked about that. Um, attachments. The Revenant Rifle Crews gain point blank. So when they charge in, they can actually do something. Uh, Stixus Raider Sea Witch gains Blast Resistance and Whipping Winds. We already knew that change was coming. Uh, the Blast Resistance change. Scarlock Commander. This is really interesting. So once per turn, this model can spend a soul token anytime during its activation. If it does, each model in the unit gets plus one to its attack rolls. Hello, Mechanothrolls at Mat 6. Yeah, that'll be a thing. And uh, minus talking about Sturgis, that is all there is to say about Cricks.
Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about Sturgis. Yes, let's. Um, Got to scroll up here to find him. So Sturgis 1 and Sturgis 2, Signar, Crix, there's a big change for them. Okay. Um, I'm actually just going to pull up War Room here and do it out of War Room because I think that's going to be easiest. Um, bum, ba -dum, ba -dum. I thought I had it up. I did not. Um, here we are. So, Dolan Sturgis. He loses convection because, yeah. Um, he gains chain attack flash. So, chain attack flash states, if this model hits the same target with both of its initial melee attacks after resolving the attacks, you can immediately place this model anywhere within com anywhere completely within three inches of its current location. Um, he has a relentless charge still. Um, he has reversal. So when this model uh, misses, when a model misses this model with a charge or power attack, the attacking model becomes knocked down, and he has snap strike because he's always had snap strike. Um, his blade, left blade has feedback, and right blade has electro leap, just like always. Um, his spells, he has a new one. Instead of convection, he gains positive charge because why? Oh my gosh, this this is ugly. Um, so ugly for him or ugly for everybody else? Ev ugly for everyone else. Bring Sturgis. Cost two, range six for one turn, so he can cast this multiple times. Target friendly warjack gains plus two to a melee attack and melee damage rolls. While within three inches of the affected warjack, friendly faction models gain plus two on melee attack and melee damage rolls. This lasts for one turn. That it's just disgusting. I mean, on paper it sounds powerful, but how easy is it to apply is always a question. But in practice, for anyone that actually does a bit of reps with it, it it gets ugly quick. Um, his melee attacks um, are P plus S thirteens. Yeah. So that's good to know. Um, and his snap strike allows him to get two attacks for every focus he spends. So that's a thing. All right. His feet has also changed. Enemy non-warcaster, non-warlock, non-infernal master model in his control range are pushed up to three inches directly towards Sturgis in the order you choose. Then Sturgis gains one focus for each enemy model he is currently engaging with his two-inch melee range. Alrighty then. Uh, he can then make one basic melee attack with one of his melee weapons against each enemy <laughs> model in his line of sight in his weapon's melee range. Those could all be Electro Leaps. Oh my god. You're going to have to really practice with him on the timer. Yes. Yes, I am. Because because you would, you would, you would have to... You would hit. Uh-huh. Then there would be the Electro Leaps. Uh-huh. Then you would hit the next person... And then there'd be more electroleaps. Uh huh. And then you'd hit the next person and more electroleaps. Oh yeah, it, it's nuts. Um, and that's not all. Then once this turn, um, any time during his activation, except while resolving an attack, you get to place Sturge anywhere completely within three inches of his current location. Um. Why? Why? So you you have to do that after he makes his melee attacks. Yeah. Um, from his feet. You can't do it during because that would be disgusting. Um, but he has teleport six inches. So you could 
do his feet, suck everything in, do all of his melee attacks, all of his electro leaps, place him three inches, still engaging enemy models, electro leap, slaughter a bunch more infantry, and then teleport him away to safety six inches away. Sounds like they're trying to make him more than just a niche model. Oh my gosh. They're this, asking you to play him. Um, Line of Sight's already talking about putting him potentially on the ban list. Because no. he's so disgusting. Nobody knows. No, we don't know that. No, they're holding off. They're holding judgment until we see. All right. Can you imagine Sturgis on a ban list? I know, right? From uh, funny, haha, oh, you brought Sturgis to, oh my god, no, you brought Sturgis. <laughs> All right, now Sturgis 2. So that was just Sturgis 1 for Signar. Okay. Now Sturgis 2. Sturgis 2... His blades are people says 12s instead of 13s. Okay. They, they go down in a pal. All right. However, he has chain, chain attack flash still. Okay. He has dark shroud. So within melee range of an enemy model suffer minus two armor. Because ha ha ha. So that makes him people says 14s effectively. Okay. Um, He still has snap fire. He still has reversal. Can't he still can't. has real endless charge. His left blade has soul thief. <laughs> so he gains the soul tokens of living models he kills. Uh, and next turn, those turn into focus. And his right blade has death strike. If this attack destroys a living or undead model, after resolving the attack, choose a model within four inches of this model, and the chosen model suffers a damage roll equal to the strength of the destroyed model. <laughs> so it's not Electro Leap, but that has some crazy potential. Yeah. Um... And his feet. Okay. Let's see here. Um, oh, it's the same thing. Exact same feet. Exact same feet? Yes, which is how it was before. Before it was the no, same no, no, feet. No, 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 no. It was different. One pulled, the other pushed. Uh, this is, it's the same. So, right? Because this one says push. And... The other one says push pull directly towards you. What does it? Is, did I just state it that way or I is that know. what it look, says? Look, look. It is It is push. Either way it's push. Okay. Alright. So I don't know if that's a change from before or not but that's what it is. Yeah. Alright. So we're going to try and get through Rhett and then we might have to make this a multi-parter which I was hoping to avoid but holy crap there's a lot to go over. Um... Um, ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Okay, so Retribution. Um, so Adeptus Ron gets plus two Warjack points. So cool, he's a 28. Uh, and we got the uh, Force Mastery, uh, which I forgot to cover this, but all of Force Mastery is changed to Blast Resistance on the model. Not the battle group, not the control area, just the model. Um, and then you still get the rest of it as normal. Um, Alara 2 gains Reposition 5. So the elusive, shadowy Alara has reposition 5. That's cool. That's good. Falsier, we've already talked about this. Um, Assyria is to change the Crusader, Crusader's Call, whatever. Kalissa. Okay. Um, Dirty Elf. Yeah. She, she, I don't know why she got these changes. She already was good. Now she's nuts. So we've talked about her gun a little bit. Let's just finish talking about that so her gun um it's now range 10 rate of fire 3 pow 12 and energy siphon is no longer an attack type she just has that all the time which no one should have 
Yeah. Every single shot with that gun is energy siphoned by default. Um, and she gains a new attack type. Snipe. How dare she? So that's a range 16. Rate of fire 3. Okay, all I Cal remember 10. is the fact that, that she was like the one retcaster that I did not want you to bring in Mark 2. Uh-huh. So and I... she is way better. Oh, by the way, she also has synergistic magic. So every time she kills something, she gets a token that she can spend for upkeeps, which... Okay. I think there's other casters that could have used that. Um, but, okay. Um, she still has the spell as an attack type, and she still has a mechanical seizure to cause stationary on Warjacks. Ugh. So, yeah. Um, let's see here. Virus 2 um, has a addition to his feat, which is at the end of the feat, you add... Um, Advance up to three inches, and a friendly uh, faction warjack in his control range gains one focus. So basically, he just gains one focus to each of his warjacks after they get their free movement, their little uh, three-inch move. Uh, however, it also states, do not remove unspent focus from your warjacks. So you get your feet turn, you get your abilities, and then you get an additional focus before your power-up on all those warjacks next turn on a synergy caster that is huge um it's it's almost like you get your alpha and then you're prepping yourself for the next alpha next turn um raven open fire becomes cost one because everyone's does she loses locomotion gains energizer which is cool i don't know why she got that but cool battle engines dongard trident we already knew this um no real nothing to talk about there um, continuing on, the um, Discordia's uh, gains blast resistance and kinetic field no longer grants it blast immunity. It's now blast resistance, which we kind of expected. Griffin, that's the name of the jack. Griffin, how the heck did I forget that? I oh, used to spam those things. Yeah, no, I, I, I never spammed enough of them. Um, so fleet change, while well, it has two or more focus, it gets the plus two movement all the time. Yes. Thank you. Helios is no longer 34 points. It's 32 points. <gasps> oh. Ooh. Uh, and change the text of Force Barrier to Blast Resistance. Okay, fine. Whatever. Hyperion Colossal is only 30 points. I think oh. that makes it the cheapest Colossal in the game. That's a cheap Colossal. I think so. Hot takes there. Right there. Possibly. Maros also has Fleet. We already talked about that. Phoenix is only 15 points now. Oh. One of your favorite jacks. Fifteen point Phoenix. Two of them is only thirty points. Hmm. Okay. Ooh, now you have trouble. Two, one colossal or two. Oh, I'm a, I completely read over it. Um. So for retribution, the theme force that um um. God dang it! I have not played Ret in recent times. Can't remember the name of the theme. Um, uh, I'm looking it up here. I am so sorry for this. Uh, Forges of War can now take any Warjack. No Ooh. longer limited to just Shail. So that is a massive change to Forges of War. And I hope that means we are going to see Sphinxes with Battle Mages. Like the God of Privateer Press always envisioned. Or however you want to put that. 
uh, Skyra. Skyra always envisioned that those two should go together, but the houses said no. Finally, Skyra has one out and said, yes, we will have the magic ranging, uh, increasing gun with the magic dudes. That's because um, <sighs> Nister finally showed up and told everybody to get along. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Our kin uh, mechanics have a command range <laughs> of six instead of three. It just scares the mom standing there pulling out her hair going, why can't I get your kids to cooperate? And then um, Nister's the dad that comes home and goes, okay, everybody, stop it. Sit down. Shut up. Listen to your mother. <laughs> oh, it's almost like I say that a lot. Mm. All right. Uh, so the arcane mechanic uh, has a command of six. That's huge. That means the mechanic can sit six inches away from action instead of three and still do the same things. Uh, Don. No, I like killing your mechanics. Yeah, no, not anymore. Man. Um, <laughs> the Dester Thane goes up in armor to armor 18. Okay. Um, the Thane Knight also increases to armor 18. Down a point to 17. House Elowir Warden Executioner loses dual attack, gains quick work, and gunfighter. It's just, it, basically, it's going to do the same thing. It's just toned down a little bit, um, which is good. Um, Arcanist gain blast resistance. Artificer gains blast resistance. Three points for the Artificer. Um, that is huge. That Jack Marshall I have used to great effect. Uh, so good to see that that's going down to three points. Um, the Magister is also three points. Eh, okay. Um, not, not a huge fan of the Magister. Uh, list healers are now two points each. Uh, and Priester of Ni Priest of Nisser gains Snow Wreathed. Ooh. So they always have concealment. Because where it's cold. Yeah. Well, Veil 1 has it. I think Veil 2 as well. So why does... Yeah. Anyways, they have it now. All right, uh, Dongar Desters down to 18 points for a max unit, and arm goes up to 18, given they will have unyielding with the uh, Thane. That's armor 20 in melee. That's pretty good, and that's where they want to sit. Uh, Dongard Invectors are 13 points for a max unit, but the Sentinels also drop to 15 points. I don't know why you would use Invictors over <laughs> Sentinels. They're cool. I like them. But Sentinels are just better. I you you've you've you know played Sentinels for a long time. Yes, I have. Well the Invictors were just for the points there there was like a one or two point difference between them. Uh it was just anyways, whatever. Um so the where's another one? Electromancers, three man unit for five points instead of seven. Thank you, Privateer Press. Thank you. Um, seven points for three guys is just too much. House Guard Riflemen are now only 13 points for a max boat. Um, might actually see the table now. That would be exciting. Fane, you actually have a unit of them. I do. I need I need the UA, though. Um, or maybe not. Maybe they're cheap enough now. I don't care about the UA. Huh. Mm -hmm. um, Fane Knight Guardian goes down to three points. Armor increases to 16. And the House Guard Rifleman Officer removes, removes the entire second sentence of War Tempered. So, it now reads as follows. While this model's information, models in the unit can make combined range attacks targeting models in melee. Well, now, I, I hate to interrupt you, but I'm pretty sure you just said while this model's information. Information, not information. Oh, <laughs> I might have misheard, but that's what it sounded like. Go on. I, I'm reading it so quick, my mouth's getting dry. I probably said that. 
Um, so re really what this does is just removes a whole bunch of needless text from rules interactions that don't exist anymore. So it's easier for newer players to understand what the hell's going on. Um, all right, so maybe we can get through convergence really quick. Um, I'll see. Let's see if we can get through this really quick. All right, convergence. Um, Aurora two, because I'm not going to say her whole name. Uh, Ascension command gains blast resistance to the text. Suppression initiative also now specifies it can only affect friendly living or construct models with flight. No asphyxias in your undead. You don't get it. Um, How's so, he still yeah. undead? Well, no, he brought undead things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so. Well, he brought undead I, things to his I'm, sandbox. I'm pretty pretty sure. I'd have to look that back up. I, I'm partially quoting someone else on that. But anyways, um, so that's what it states. Living or construct models of the flight. Um, so Axis. Axis 1. His feet text has changed, but it still stays the same. Um, which really what it does is it states that uh, friendly faction models gain intensify and enemy models gain curtail. Does the exact same thing and just applies an effect to them. Um, Father Lucant, uh, the shield guard, nothing changed there. Uh, Forge Master Synthirian. Um, Synthirian and models in his battle group uh, can now gain benefit from it. There's the, the word is out on if that actually means anything uh, or matters. Iron Mother, however, she got a Aww. huge increase in power. Dummy Mommy. Um, yes, the Dummy Mommy. Um, so really all it is, is she got two things. A, her rat increased from five to six, making her the second gunline caster for convergence. Um, which it's amazing how much that one difference makes. Um, I, hold on. I, you keep, keep talking. Keep okay. talking quickly. I, I hear okay. a lot of noise coming from the voice room. Okay. So, uh, she also has a new spell to, in addition to her plethora of spells already. Facilitate. Cost two, range self, duration for one turn, while within the spell spellcaster's control range, friendly faction model's rat becomes equ uh, equal to the spellcaster's rat. Uh, this so that that's just not just warjacks, but all models in her control range automatically go to rat six. This improves the rat of nearly every model in the faction, with very very few exceptions, and makes Iron Mother. By far the superior, in my opinion, gunline caster for the faction. Um, the TEP, the Transfinite Emergence Projector, it gains 8 health, bringing it up to 31 boxes. And it's also uh, 2 points cheaper at point cost of 16. Mom, Mom is busy painting, kid. Y'all stop us up. <laughs> the the little one got up. Record. Um, culinary. Power transfer now specifies it can only give focus to models in the same battle group because screw Asphyxius. That's why. Um, that's right. It's very funny. Um, assimilator goes down by two points. Cipher goes down by two points. That's a 13 or 14 point jack. Um, he's he's going to flip all that all over the place. Okay, okay, I'll take care of it. Um, the conservator goes down to 11 points. Uh, Corollary's five points each. Dif diffuser's five points each. Galvanizer. The galvanizer can now repair itself. Because <laughs> uh, it also gets plus two to the repair if it repairs itself. Um, the mitigator 
Goes down to six points and gains attack types Quake and Snipe. Uh, so that is a huge boon to that Jack's performance. Um, let's see here. The Tep. Um, let's see here. Not the Tep. What was I going to say? We already talked about the Tep. Um, where am I? I lost my place. Oh, the Prime Axiom goes down to 34 points. Three points off. And the Prime Conflux goes to 31 points. I believe that makes it the second cheapest Colossal in the game. Hi, kiddo. Leave the mic and go on, please. Uh, Prefect Hypatia uh, has a change to her leadership angels. We already knew about that. Units. Um, Optifix Directive. All terrain and weapons modulation become range 1, which is just a good thing there. Reductors gain assault. Um, I don't know what the reductors are. My goodness, I'm going to have to look that up. Not even sure what they are. Huh. I, we, we don't play against convergence. Uh, and lastly, the Transfinite emer uh, Emulator, which is the attachment, gains on um, practice maneuver, or loses practice maneuvers and gains coordinated movement, which is just, that that's just a direct increase in uh, quality of life there, honestly. So what that means is a model with practice maneuvers can move through themselves and see through their own unit. Um, sorry about that. It, it's it's an 888 number. Nope, they hung up. Um, instead, they get coordinated movement. Uh, what that means is all friendly models can see through and move through that unit that's huge and we're actually going to see coordinated movement come up a lot in the future however we are out of time for today unfortunately so this is going to be a multi-parter i apologize i did not get through all of them um mercs has a lot to go through and we haven't even touched on infernals either uh, Mercs has a huge slew of changes that really need to be talked about. So we will start next episode with Infernals and then go into Mercenaries. Um, as there's just... Actually, um, here, let me touch on Infernals really quick. Uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Omadamos gains two horror points. Zadaroth gains two horror points. And Long Shadows changes. Long Shadows now states when a friendly faction model in the smallest command range is targeted by a ranged attack with a range greater than 8 inches, the attack suffers minus 3 range to a minimum of 8 inches. Um, the Desolator loses an armor, we knew that. Tormentor loses an armor, we knew that too. However, the Lamenter and the Shrieker uh, go up to armor 15 on both of them. So that is a big quality of life change to those light jack or light horrors, and the Umbreal Guardian. Um, oh, it's got the new Shield Guard text. Um, Griever Swarms go down to 12 points for max unit. Howlers go down to 13 points for max unit, and gain Brutal Charge. Uh, that's a big boost to their damage output. And lastly, Dark Sentinel goes up to armor 16 on those Cultist weapon attachments. So that's it. We'll have to end it there, folks, and we will catch you on the next episode. And we love having you here and hope to see you again real soon. Bye. Mwah.
thank you for listening to this episode of Warnounds. If you'd like to contact us, I put our Gmail and Twitter info in the show notes. You can also find there a list of all relevant resources or shoutouts we mention or use for today's cast. There will also be a link to our Ko-fi if you feel so inclined to make a donation to our caffeine habits. And lastly, if you want to learn more about our intro or outro music, you can find a link to Prodless on Bandcamp. 